Hey, once again, this is King Cow along with my co-host, The Crafty DM, and you're listening to another edition of Vinyl Rhetoric. Hello, Crafty DM. How you doing, King Cow? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. It's good to see you. Yeah, good to see you too. Yeah. This is Vinyl Rhetoric. You can reach us at Vinyl underscore Rhetoric on Twitter, Vinyl Rhetoric on Facebook, Vinyl Rhetoric at gmail.com. Any other way you can think to reach us. Vinyl Rhetoric at MySpace. Yeah. We, yes, we have a new MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard about this new thing called MySpace. How's it working out? <laughs> I don't think it is anymore, is it? I don't know. I think they might have MySpace. I don't know. Yeah. I, I had a MySpace account, I think. I never, I never bothered having one. I don't. Know. I had a GeoCities account, but not a not a MySpace account. I don't even know why I had one. Yeah. I don't even think I put stuff on. I had a Facebook account, and all I did was play uh, stupid video games. Oh yeah. Farmville. <laughs> and this card game that was like magic, but it wasn't magic, but it was like magic. Yeah. And then I kept. Oh, if I play, I can get more cards. Yeah. If you did, if you played each your, your mission. Three, three times a day or whatever it was you got more cards and the more cards you got the better you could make your decks and oh yeah i was yeah i can yeah you know. i remember that for a short while playing farmville on facebook and the one i liked playing was axis and allies it was uh you could, like built little bases and you had bombers and aircraft carriers and all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff and I played that for a while but then then all of a sudden you know everything started getting laggy and it was getting yeah, I just uh, yeah. After a while, I lose interest in the stuff. I realize it's just getting repetitive. It's more repetitive than 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 actual playing. I asked my f- friend. We were like, "What's the point of this? This is what do we get? Are we gonna win something?" The no. point is for the company to make money. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're one of the people that buys things to to think you're gonna win, oh, I never did that. <laughs> no, invite your friends and get a free chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Invite your friends and get a seed pack so you can start growing this seed. Once yeah. you grow this, I was yeah. like, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, I got to get home. This crop get this crop's about to to be yeah. ready to be harvested, and I can plant another one if yeah. I do this within two hours instead yeah. of letting it grow. Yeah, if I jump back on Facebook, I can harvest my strawberries. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> yeah. And now I don't even I don't even have a Facebook account. Yeah. Well, I still got one, but I, I don't go there that often. Most of the time, it's to stay in, in touch with uh, my wife's Filipino relatives and occasionally post stuff. I have I have it kind of towards my crafty DM kind of business end of it. And, That's nice. And we got a little chat area for our, for our D&D group or anybody adventure, adventuring in my world of Volterra, but uh, it's not very active. So. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, I, it's rather to get better, get better in person and, and, and in touch and talk to you guys and yeah then or you send us texts yeah mm-hmm. so i yeah. i i see him i'm like i'm working yeah i don't have time <laughs> yeah. what who's texting is it my family again oh no it's my dm i mean it's my uh my or dungeon, somebody D D friends yeah <laughs> it's either D D the uh, those two text check text chains uh-huh. my family and D D. That's yeah. the only two that I really have. Yeah. Any, any activity. Uh huh. And then I look. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I don't need to pay attention to this because it's all, 
D and D. Yeah. Or oh, I don't have to pay attention to this because it's just my family, <laughs> and this is, they're bitching about my crazy sister. <laughs> Michi, yeah. Well, the D and D group is probably more positive than than family and your crazy sister, right? <laughs> yeah, much more. Yeah. Much more. They're they're at least nice, and none of them I blocked. Yeah. <laughs> so with her, yeah. my brother. She she when we got together a couple of weeks ago, she was all being oh why didn't you and why didn't you guys invite me? You guys were down there and you didn't invite me to the to the beach when you were camping, mm-hmm. acting like she didn't know we were there yeah. because no one said anything. Well, you should have made your own reservation, dumbass. Yeah. She's just going on and on and on and on, and so then when I think when we went home, one of my sisters polished up something that she got from my mom and dad's house yeah and made it put pictures on in the text chain and and i my sister was telling me all she does is cook and clean and that th- i don't think that's accurate but i said oh i wonder if my sister's cleaned any of her stuff up and <laughs> and my one sister s- s- texted me privately you know she's on that chain yeah i know i can't see her i don't care <laughs> and and then she I guess she started going off and then she she texted something with uh her husband's phone and for some reason I don't have his phone number in my fo- my phone anymore I don't know I don't know if I, I think I did or he got a new phone I don't know what happened maybe when I got a new phone it didn't I hadn't saved his yeah I don't know what happened but this text came up and I knew it was from her but it was a it was a number it just said number I'm like who's this yeah. And and uh, it eventually got to the point where my brother told her that several people have blocked you because you're just not a nice person, <laughs> and and I thought he was very uh, straightforward, but he wasn't his normal mean self. That's what I thought. Yeah, and I just I started laughing. I was. Uh, I I just whatever, but I don't know how many of my sisters have blocked her. Yeah, but I know at least at least one sister and her husband I know have blocked her, and she's because she's she's a nasty person. I got mad when we were at my mom. I mean my grandmother's house, because of all the people she wanted to attack, she chose my wife, who's like the only one that helps her, and she's blaming her for everything when they were cleaning up the house and I'm like my wife is the only one that stands up for you yeah and I asked one of my sisters I go who's the only one that stands up for for uh Tawny and she goes she's looking I'm going come on you know who it is and she just sat there and then finally she said oh your wife yeah. <laughs> and I don't know I go what were you thinking you're the one that said it before yeah. I, I was thinking something else and I'm like yeah. oh <laughs> anyway Wrapped up in the drama, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she, she, she's not. She's just not. She's just not nice. Yeah, I, I, I found that with a lot of people that that if they if there's too much negativity around them, I just limit my try to limit my contact and dealings with them as much as possible. And since I've retired, that that has become way easier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, believe me, I I should just quit. <laughs> One day, I'd go in and say I'm done. Yeah. I mean, I can go whenever I want. Yeah, I just want to pay off my house. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I wanted to try and stay and do that, but um, 
I don't know, if, you know, physically I was just like coming home so exhausted every day. And I, I feel like I was putting aside so much of my personal life for this job that, that I just I, I just wasn't happy there anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, so. fortunately, I live five minutes away. Yeah. And it's not that... when If I get off late, yeah. I'm getting off late, but there's people that are driving, you know, an hour or... Oh, yeah. I'm like, not me. Yeah. First, I mean, the first uh, 13 years of my career, I was I was driving like an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. On singular days, it would be three hours. One way. Yeah. <laughs> One way. Yeah. And then uh, even 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 later, when I, my commute was only about 18, 20 minutes away, it would get frustrating on days as of late these last couple of years. There's a lot more traffic on Highway 99. Yeah. You know, when it's taking me, I'm like, I can't believe this it took me 45 minutes to get home. You know, like. <laughs> After a long day, I'm not, I'm not happy about that. Right. Yeah. So now every time when I when I come up here, sometimes I get frustrated when I see the traffic. But then I realize, yeah, look, you're only coming up here for leisure, so it's not like you're doing it every day. So. Yeah. So I I try to look on the brighter side. As okay. Far as Th- thanks for gracing me with your presence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I took the back roads to get here today. It actually, I was I was up here in town earlier today with my grandson. And it, it took us longer. And then uh, on the way back, the, the, it was weird. I thought it was the same thing that was going on on the way up. When we were coming up, the traffic was all backed up. And it was weird. The, so they had the police narrowing everything down to one lane in between uh, Tuolumne all the way to Carpenter. Mm-hmm. And the police are there with their flasher lights on. And then they have you know one of the Caltrans cars. And it's weird the guy's like getting out of the truck and he's like marking and just measuring like the old lines you know the dashes in between <laughs> or where the little reflectors are and i'm like oh my god that you know don't don't they do this stuff in the, in the middle of the night i'm sure it was probably some manager somewhere said no i don't want to pay him night differential <laughs> <laughs> let's do it in the middle of the day when everybody's <laughs> You know, the the most traffic is running through That's there. That's hilarious. And then I was thinking it was the same thing, because on the way back, we'd, we'd taken my grandson to the mall, and he had fun at the mall. He's just a you know, little two-and-a-half-year-old kid. Loved riding up and down on the escalators and things, and, you know, let my wife go check out the stores. And and then uh, when we were coming back, I was thinking, oh, my God, is this, you know, got caught in the traffic again. Is this the same thing, but they're going down the other way now and measuring the space mm-hmm. in between the in between the reflectors and and i still don't know what it was but my my grandson fell asleep and then we're like oh good we got him to fall asleep sometimes it's hard to get him to take a nap in the middle of the afternoon and then no sooner did we get him home and then lay him down in the car i mean so he only slept for the 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 traffic on the way back (laughs) and then he was up and then he was up and and didn't want to sleep so so it was it was a little tough challenging day today but um but yeah, that's what you got. Could be like my my wife. Oh yeah, she watches. Yeah, you're going down, and it's bedtime. Yeah, and then she'll like catch them, and then she'll just look at them, and then they get all upset. Oh yeah. Yeah, she'll give them like the eyeball. Oh yeah. <laughs> I've the seen, evil eye. Yeah, and I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> they know. Yeah. It, it's like it's, sometimes there's been a couple times where I've caught them, and I'll see them doing something, and I'm like. What are you doing? Yeah. And then they'll get all upset and cry. 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to tell Denise. You better, you better stop, or I'm going to tell Denise. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to tell your mom. I'm gonna tell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's just, it's pretty funny. Yeah. I, I mean, all the kids. I came home today, and and I haven't seen them because I've been working a so lot of hours. Have, yeah. Yeah. I came home today, and and, oh, you have a beard. <laughs> I, that's called a mustache. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you have that? Yeah. I don't know. I just haven't felt like shaving. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, oh, do you do you have a rat? Yeah. Can I pet the snake? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm no, can't pet it right now. Yeah. I'm gonna go feed it. So you don't want to pet it when I'm feeding it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty. You, you, funny. you might like watching Filipino kids. Because Filipino kids, they'll they'll be out in the backyard playing and keeping themselves busy. They'll be, they'll be having their pet spiders fight each other and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. If you ever ever look it up on YouTube, just put it put up Filipino spider fighting, cool. and you'll see it's 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 like it's like, it's like cockfights. What kind of sp- uh, spiders are they? They're like the they're like black widows and brown recluse spiders. You know, like they're poisonous ones. But what they do is they put them out on a string. Uh, sometimes they use sticks. Sometimes they use string, depending on what they're, whatever they got. And then what they'll do is they'll they'll get the the spiders up on the sticks, and they'll get the two spiders to walk towards each other. And then when they they meet up, they start wrestling and fighting and trying to web each other. Mm-hmm. And then they'll fall, you know. So, and sometimes they'll catch their web and they'll pull themselves back up, and they'll fight on the on the line or the string, try to knock the other one off, or or tie the other one up. And they'll bet money on this stuff. Really? Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty cool watching it. It's it's neat. I mean, it's kind of creepy if you're creeped out about spiders. But I'm it's, not. But but these kids go walking around and they got you know like little uh, you know little empty matchboxes you know with with spiders in them or uh-huh. things like that. And and these guys say they train them. I don't know how in the hell they train them to do it, but <laughs> but they uh, but they do it. Look it up online. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. That's and, interesting. You know. Yeah. The, the only spider video I saw was that like a, a fake natural National Geographic, and it was talking about different spiders and like this one, this one would get stoned every day, and then this <laughs> one does this, and and this one popped a cap in his girlfriend. And <laughs> it's a hilarious video. Oh yeah, it's it pretty sounds, old. It's probably sounds like a, it was written by some rap stars. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's pretty funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably about fifteen years old. Oh yeah, yeah, but it this one this one's on meth and, and it's just a spider going around and around in circles. Oh wow! Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it, I don't even know the name of it, but it was uh, I I think if you just put spiders spiders on drugs, yeah. it comes up and it's I, I've seen it a couple times. I I really like it. Yeah, it make it makes me laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was I was watching it. It was it's pretty funny. The first the first time I seen the spider fighting was with one of the guys a vlogger I follow, Kyle Jennerman, becoming Filipino, and so he's kind of creeped out about spiders. But the all these kids were organizing the stuff together, and he was trying to figure out what they were doing. And then he says, "Yeah, it's routine over here that the kids fight spiders." So they wanted him to hold the stick while the spiders fought. What? You know, and crawled so 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 you when they start to crawl up towards him does he yeah th- well you have to move your hand you hold it and if if you hold the stick and you move your finger over and hold the opposite end of the stick wherever the spiders are fighting uh, that's hilarious and let, them, let them dangle and stuff but uh you know one time the blob was in a uh some building and there was a 
large bumblebee came in it. Yeah. And and someone I guess whacked at it and it stunned it. And so he 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 said, "Oh, I have I have a friend, me, that has a black widow." Yeah. And so he took the he took the bumblebee and put it in a cup and then we let it go in the back black widow's jar that I had it in. Yeah. And watched that fight. Uh-huh. And the black widow is in there and then all of a sudden the this big bumblebee comes in it was a big bumblebee uh-huh. and it's in there and it's it sounded like an airplane <laughs> yeah, yeah. with his wings just going but it, then it got stuck uh-huh. and then and then uh uh and it was going crazy and then the black widow would walk toward up towards it mm-hmm. and then it would start beating its wings and then it, it she just let it tire itself out and yeah. then we watched we probably watched for 45 minutes yeah it was pretty cool and then the next morning we woke up and all there was was a webbed little bumblebee yes <laughs> complete webbed you couldn't see any bumblebee yeah yeah, yeah it was pretty crazy uh-huh. that's that's trippy yeah. yeah one one day i don't know i think we took we were putting up baseboard and i so it wasn't up yet and then all of a sudden this Black Widow starts walking across our carpet. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh. So I caught it and kept it. I kept it for a while till one day I opened it. Uh, I was looking and there was like a whole bunch of little baby spiders down at the bottom of the uh-huh. of the jar. Yeah. I'm like, oh, time to get rid of this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want the baby spiders getting out. Yeah. So I don't know what I did with it. I don't, I mm-hmm. don't know if I let it go, if I threw it away or. Yeah. Yeah, you ought to go scouting around my yard. Cause I got, well, we got spider, tons of spiders. You probably don't want the spiders, but we got tons of lizards, small lizards running around my yard. Really? Too. Yeah, my my wife runs the plants so well that the 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 lizards love to hunt, and and you know we'll find a whole bunch of lizards, maybe you know six or seven inches long out there. Mm-hmm. You know they run pretty fast. I think yeah, they those do ones, run pretty fast. They uh, they they're probably the ones that when you if you get a hold of their tail, their tail comes comes off. off yeah. yeah, I've had that happen. Yeah, but uh, but they're pretty cool lizards. I've seen them like staring at me on the walls and going after bugs and stuff. Yeah, I, I found one one time and I I brought it home and I let it go in our. Uh, we have all the ferns out front. Mm-hmm. I wanted to let it grow and live there. Yeah, I have a feeling it got eaten by something. Yeah, like a <laughs> uh, yeah, because I maybe a cat or a. Something. Eh, I think maybe a toad. Oh yeah, because two di- two different times I found big toads like this. Yeah, in my rat trap. Oh wow! Dead. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, twice. Yeah, and so I mean I don't know where they. It, it, I don't know how they get in mm-hmm. because that garage door doesn't really we don't really open it uh-huh. so how they got into that part i'm like i don't know yeah and then i just i'm like this sucks because i i like toads i like mm-hmm. amphibians yeah and and reptiles yeah. and so when when uh we were we were painting we cut back a whole bunch of stuff to p- paint the side of the house there and i don't know what i mean i wanted stuff to live in there yeah I know I put, there was another time where I was, I was, I found a big, I don't know, tree frog. I was yeah. walking around and I, so I grabbed that. I threw, I, and I threw that in there too. Yeah. yeah well, the toads are good because they keep away the mosquitoes and, and, uh, and those kind of things too. Oh yeah. They, yeah. They, they, they eat a lot of insects. Mm-hmm. Any, 
if we, I don't know, I haven't seen ants in a while. Yeah. Be a, there was a time where ants kept on showing up all the time. Yeah, we, we're, this summer we got ants again, but they're like the little teeny, teeny. No, no, those ants. are the ones we get. Yeah, the, I mean, and I'm only seeing the scouts right now. Yeah. So, you know, but I remember right after we moved at the house, I, I, uh, I was climbing up, you know, the top of the cabinets above the kitchen. And I, you know, I was cleaning up there, and we were, we were trying to figure out where these ants were coming from. And I looked up at the top of the cabinets, and this is right after we moved in the house. And I'm like, God, these these guys who installed the cabinets were idiots. They couldn't find the studs, and they just drilled like 20 holes in the sheetrock all the way across the thing. Those were all ant holes in the sheetrock, and, wow. and they were coming down. So so I I know. For a while, we actually literally had to put up with it till I finally killed the nest. I, I didn't have to get an exterminator, but what I had to do was I got this uh, these um, tarot ant traps where they take the bait back to the queen, and so we had to put up. As soon as I put one down that evening, like literally, it looked like like somebody had put like a big thing of black electrical tape from the top of the cabinet all the way down to where the trap was, but it was all ants taking the stuff back, and I actually I actually refilled that trap two times. And then finally, when there was no more ants coming to it, we, we, we got rid of it. And then I spackled over all those holes. And I don't know whether they were in the wall or they just came in that way. I've never mm-hmm. had any problems since. But Yeah, but. one time when, when I first moved out, I had never seen a cockroach. Mm-hmm. And we were moving into this house. And we had a, put a paper bag for garbage it was like maybe the second day we were there. Put a paper bag for garbage underneath the uh, the sink. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what I did, but I opened the door. And all of a sudden, it was like things just scattering all over. The- I'm oh, like, yeah. I freaked out. Yeah. So I went to the store and I bought, I don't know if I bought roach spray, but I know for sure I bought a roach motel. Yeah. And and do you know what that is? Yeah, yeah. They go inside and they either eat the bait. It's they... no, it's all s- sticky stuff. Oh yeah. So they stick to it. Uh huh. And so and it's it's like a cardboard box, and I guess and they you smell... throw away the box. And the, yes, so they go in, and it's kind of they have to go up a little ramp, and then they'll drop down into it. Mm-hmm. And me, be, because it's it's like got sticky all the way inside. Yeah. I I put them in, and then. It the whole bottom was filled with roaches. Yeah. So what did I do? I turned it upside down, so they could walk on the so they, the 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 other side could be used. Uh-huh. And it, one time, so I I look in the box because you can see both ends are open. I look in the box and I see a roach stuck from it. its head is stuck on the top, and he's like, I guess he's kind of falling down. Uh-huh. He's he, the gravity's pulling him down from the top, so he's just hanging by his head yeah. on the on the top on the top floor after I turned it upside down, but I just I you know, I was like, "Oh my god, this is disgusting." <laughs> so then we called the we called the dude the, the house owner yeah. and had him buy us. I mean, had him spray. Uh-huh. I had no clue. I didn't know what roaches were. Yeah. I was Yeah, I didn't I haven't I mean, we, we've actually had a little bit of a problem down in our area recently, and it used to not have any problems. But I also know now that, that uh, somebody was telling me that it's they're, you think they're inside house roaches, but they're actually kind of like almost a dark brown, almost Water black. beetle? No, they're, they're, they're called wood roaches. And they actually live in the leaves and those things out there, but they're coming inside of the house because they're looking for water. 
Oh. Because they got like a hard chitinous shell. Uh-huh. So they have to keep their moisture in by getting getting to water. And then if you give them those poisons, that's all that even makes them seek water more. But um yeah, we've had some issues with them. Some of them were pretty big getting in our garage. Oh, well my my the re- I guess the reason we actually really called the the owner of that house mm-hmm. when my my roommate was brushing his teeth and then went to floss and he opened the floss and he said there were two antennas sticking out at him inside his floss. Oh yeah. And then that's when we called. That's the the insurance. I mean the uh the owner of the house. We said, "Hey, we need to you need to spray. Something's yeah. going on. This is Yeah, I I did I did a different thing. You combine sugar and borax. Hmm. And you put it in a tray and the roaches will come and eat the sugar and the borax is looks just like the sugar so they'll eat that too. And and it dries them out incredibly. They'll after they eat the sugar and borax, they'll probably walk like like maybe five ten feet and then they'll just drop dead. Okay. And so then you have five ten feet away, you have just a a, a pile of dead roaches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I watched a YouTube video on it. So, you know, I've, I've done that. Then you know, so, sometimes we'll still see them outside, like I said, in the trees. You know, in the, in the leaves and stuff like that. Well, well, then you then I guess this is another good tip. You can give antifreeze to cats. Oh. <laughs> Is that is that what we're talking about? Yeah, getting rid of pests. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so what'd you bring? I brought something that I actually have not ever heard, to be honest with you. Okay. And I was hoping to share it with you. I even tried researching this. So I pulled this. It's kind of a rare album I pulled out of my part of my parents' collection, and uh, so. It's uh you probably you might know who it is as soon as you start hearing the singing and stuff but he's a pretty famous entertainer from the 60s and uh, if you want me to tell you in advance I'll tell you in advance. Well, you can tell me. Yeah. Uh it's uh Sammy Davis Jr. The Candyman. Yeah, The Candyman. Yeah, I would know his voice. But uh this is supposedly a rare album uh, he's he's playing it's it's like a it's a it's a live recording from the Coconut Grove. And the Coconut Vegas. Grove is where? In Las Vegas at the time. I don't even know if it still exists. Okay. All right. What's the first song? So the first song is I've Got You Under My Skin. Is it a medley? I think it might be. Okay. We would like to feature a gentleman... His name is Michael Silver. I think he is just the most tremendous man on his particular line of endeavor, that of the percussion parts, traps, that is. <laughs> We'd like to spotlight the very wonderful talents of said gentleman. If you get an answer, I've got you under 
my skin I've got you deep in the heart of me So deep in my heart that you're almost a part of me I've got you under my skin I have tried so not to give in I said to myself this affair never would go so well but darling why should I resist when baby you know darn well that I've got you got you got you got you under my skin I would sacrifice anything come what might for the sake of having you near in spite of the crazy voice that comes in the night and it yells and it screams in my ear don't you know little fool you never can win use your mentality wake up to reality but each time I do just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin cause I got you I mean under my skin like the beat 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 of the tom tom where the jungle shadows fall like the tick tick tock of the stately clock as it leaves against the wall like the drip 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 of the raindrops when the summer shower is due there is a voice that's within me that keeps me beating you 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 a night and day you are the one only you beneath the moon and under the sun whether near here to me or far my dear it doesn't matter where you are my dear i think of you night and day day and night under the hide of me there's an old such a hungry yearning burning inside of me and this torment will never be through did you let me spend my nights with you night and day day and night nine day walk on boy walk on boy now every morning at the mine you could see him arrive he stood six foot six and weighed two forty five kind of broad at the shoulder and now at the hip and everybody knew you didn't give no lip to big john Walk on, boy. Oh, up. Skiddy, that's why I would sacrifice anything, come what might, for the sake of having you near in spite of that crazy voice 
that comes in the night Says these words in my ear Don't you know, little fool man You ain't never gonna win Use your mentality Where is your reality? But each time I do Just the thought of you makes me stop before I begin Cause I've got you under my skin I gotta stop taking those pills, I have to. Yes, I've got you. Oh, I've got you. Yes, I've got you. Mr. Michael Silver, ladies and gentlemen, if you will. Let's hear another big hand from this wonderfully talented man. You are a delightful audience. So what did you think? I liked it. Yeah. He, I, I like his voice. Yeah. Uh, he, I mean, the, those guys, the rap Sammy guy. Davis Jr., Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin... Tony Bennett was probably not part of the official Rat Pack. But, but they, the, they all have a distinct singing style. Yeah. And I know my mom and dad would play Dean Martin albums. Mm -hmm. So I like Dean Martin. Yeah, Dean Martin's pretty cool, too. I, uh, I was just impressed when I, when I found this, and I, I had been looking all over the place on YouTube or anywhere to see, you know, if there was anything that, that even had just an excerpt of some of the shows mm -hmm. that he did. Because I'm sure... I'm sure you know, back in Vegas, then he probably he probably played five nights a week or whatever he did, and and uh, you know, I mean, people went there specifically to see him and to gamble, but uh, but I I think they were inter entertaining. I think um, it's a little different. I, I you know, when you hear him commenting some things, you think uh, you know, I wonder what he was doing or what his you know his facial expressions were right. in the background or what he was doing. That uh, it was like if you listen to a comedy album and you yeah. hear and they react to something. You don't know what he did. Yeah. Uh, you know, sometimes I think the guy's making some gesture or doing something or making some face. And and so, yeah, that's one thing, listening to it, you don't really get that, mm -hmm. the full effect of whatever. He did something and those people were laughing. Yeah, yeah. So, well, well, this album came out like a year before I was born. And, uh, and I think... Uh, I think it was even probably cut before that, but uh, in 1963. Yeah. And uh, so, so it's 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 an interesting look back for me. And um, you know, I I liked seeing these guys when I when I used to see them on on TV. You know, Merv Griffin and and those kind of shows. Mm -hmm. And uh, and you know, I felt they were pretty entertaining men. And uh, so. Pretty, yeah, pretty interesting. Oh. We we did hear a couple other songs in there because he he kind of did a play on Big Bad John, and then uh, Night and Day. So this is those are some old standards. Coconut Grove nightclub in Los Angeles. Oh, it's in Los Angeles. I yeah. thought it was in Vegas. Oh yeah, I didn't know. Live album by Sammy Davis Jr. recorded at the Coconut Grove nightclub in Los Angeles. Uh, 
December 1962. Okay. Wow. Vocal, jazz, and traditional pop. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I like his, I like his voice. Uh huh. I, you know, I'm wondering if he does any kind of comedy routines. Uh, he, I this he, next in this maybe in this next song maybe he'll do some or. Uh, it I looks don't know. like it's another. It, this this one at least clearly indicates that it's a medley, and uh, you know of an old classic. What's what's that one? The West Side Story. Yeah, but the, I think, I think that's the. It says West Side Story medley. What's right before that? Yeah, it's right, Night and Day. And he was singing Night and Day in the last song. Well, what about Meeting the President? Oh, Meeting the President? Maybe that's the comedy routine. There's nothing on the back of the album that indicates Meeting the President. Is it on the, oh, maybe it's on the album yeah, itself. Yeah, pull, pull the old down? No, no, no. Uh, must, it must be on the album itself. Yeah, it has to be, because it, on the jackets, there's nothing. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know. So... So, yeah, it says Big Bang John, Night and Day. Oh, yeah, that, right there it says two, Meeting the President. So that must be a comedy routine. But but, but it's on not the, on, on, the, on the album outside itself. It's only listing the songs that he sings. Oh, interesting. I'm wondering if this, this album was probably sold, well, you know, now that I know it wasn't in Vegas. Yeah, I mean, clearly in Vegas there would be some shop selling these things, you know, after he came out from his show. But I'm just wondering if... Uh, you know, maybe they did the same thing at the Coconut Grove. Yeah, I'm not sure. It just says... No. It, 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 this is the most sparse information. Sammy Davis Jr. or the Coconut Grove is a 1963 live album by Sammy Davis Jr. recorded at the Coconut Grove nightclub in Los Angeles. That is it. Yeah. And there's there's hardly anything. If you, if you go look on... I know <coughs> I was looking on Spotify and... They uh, on Spotify there was nothing, and then uh, when I looked on uh, on YouTube, there were there might have been like pirates of this this or where somebody just recorded this mm-hmm. and they put a picture up of Sammy Davis Jr. and maybe one of the songs that they played in the Coconut Grove. But you had to I mean that's that's the only way I saw it was and it wasn't like in an order i mean sometimes you can go on youtube and you can actually find you know a record album mm-hmm. and it'll list all the songs in order yeah well this has this uh, this has the track listing and it says medley i've got you under my skin big bad john night and day yeah. then meeting the president then west side story medley jet song something's coming cool tonight america g officer krupka yeah those are all Maria. from those are all Looks like a medley from from the West Side Story. All those songs are in there, and then, and then, uh, Frank talk, and River stay away from my door. Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, so the next song. What's a, it's the next track? Well, the next track, I think, because you mentioned it is <laughs> meeting Mr. President, or meeting the president. Do I have to see if it's a comedy routine? I would like to say that this number we had the good fortune of doing just recently in Washington, D.C. for our chief executive, the president of the United States, and, and it was a big thrill. I know right away people now in the audience, you know, you can get the heads turning a little bit. You see a little bit. People say, well, of course, if the president, because with he and the group he travels with, you know, they, they're at the White House every day. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Let me tell you that it was the first time that I've ever had the pleasure of actually meeting our chief executive. And what a thrill it was, ladies and gentlemen, because I don't care what your political affiliations might be, whether you be a Republican or a Democrat, you know, uh, to meet the president of the United States is something, you know. I I'm telling you, it it's too much. And we went to do a show there, see? We went to, we went to Washington just to do the show. Uh, you know, and afterwards they told us that you're gonna, you know, official request, you know. And I figured, hey, this is a gas, you know. Then I started to think to myself, well, what do you say to the president if he should happen to come back? We had been told that there's a chance that maybe after the show, if he has a moment, he'll come back and say hello to all of the performers and the musicians. And I said, what do you say to the president? What do you say to a man like this? See, and I had a problem because in the school I went to in Harlem, the teacher never said, in case you meet the president. <laughs> you know. So I, we did the show, and we did this number, and he particularly, I could watch him, you know, he's sitting on a dais, and I watched him, and he really liked the number with Michael, thought he was fantastic, and everything. We stood backstage, see, after the show, like this, because he's gonna come back now, you see? And I started to shake, you know, because I mean, it really, you know, I'm not, I'm not kidding, it was exciting, you know, sweaty palms, you know, everything. <laughs> and, and he walked back, and he looked so distinguished, and such a magnificent man, really, to look at, and I stood there. Now, as I'm kidding a little bit, because I must tell you that, I did not take the chance of not knowing what to say. I prepared myself knowing full well that we would get a chance if opportunities permitted to meet the president. I prepared myself and I wanted to be articulate and right. You know, it's one chance in a million. So the president came by and I was standing in line in the back of the bus and... Yeah, that was it. <laughs> and I'm standing there, you know, and suddenly the president came to my... After four or five people, he came up and he said, Sam, uh, I'm glad to have you on the show, and we enjoyed it tremendously, my party and myself, and we're very happy to have had you with us. We hope we'll have the pleasure of having you back again someday soon. And I was so thrilled. I shook the president. He extended his hand. I shook his hand, and then I looked up at him, and I figured, he's now waiting, you know? I gotta say something in return. I'll never forget if I live to be a million years old what I said. I looked up at the president, and I went, <laughs> Smart, you know? That always happens. Every, I know it's supposed to happen to other people, right? You meet somebody you want to meet all your life, and you do that, and then by the time you realize what you've done, they've split, you know, they're gone, you know? And the rest of the night is spent doing, but I, but I, but I, but I. You'll never find them again, it's over. Unbelievable. Can I have a open ticket, pocket 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 ticket. So have you ever had that happen to you? I mean, I know you probably, maybe haven't met the president, but maybe somebody where you're... Uh... Yeah, I've had that where I'm like, oh, uh, I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't think I'm quite as bad as... Yeah, I did it trying to ask a girl out. I remember I was working with once, and and I remember having having to say it three times to ask her out. It was like, hey, hey, hey. She's like, what? Hey, 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 hey. You know, the third time, smacking myself. Would you like to go out tomorrow? <laughs> so you weren't even using real words. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like bumbling and so nervous. You know, what? there was somebody that asked asked me, "Have you been bad?" Yeah. What? <laughs> and and we'd we'd been talking, and he had his mask down around his chin. Yeah. And we none of us were wearing masks, and he, "Have you been bad?" Yeah. What? <laughs> And in the third time, have you been back then? I realized what he said. I'm like, no, not yet. Oh, I can't talk to you. And he put, I'm like, dude, you were talking to me for 20 minutes. 
But I, I had no clue what he was saying. It's like he had marbles in his mouth. Yeah. Here, let me sneeze on you, then say no. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure I have. I, there's not an instance where I can really think, oh, I. Uh, that was at a loss for words. Yeah. But I'm sure when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I struggled. Yeah, I struggled with that when I was younger. And, uh... Now it's. it's uh, I can just whip things out left and right. I don't care. Yeah. I, I remember one time me and. My wife, who wasn't my wife, and my roommate, and his friend, we went to we went to we went to Tahoe, and we drove up there one night, and we we'd been drinking, and there was some lady, so I was probably twenty four, twenty five. There was some lady, and she said she was like, "I'm like, oh hey," and and. And then I got close to her. I go, oh, you're old enough to be my sister. <laughs> and she started laughing. Yeah. I'm like, well, yeah, you're too old for me. <laughs> you're old enough to be my sister, even though I'm the oldest. I didn't tell her that. Yeah. But she was older than me. Mm -hmm. I'm not old enough to be my mother. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure there's times where I've I've struggled to come up with the correct words. Yeah. Yeah, well, it kind of shows you that, you know, the comedians here, the, and they still do it. You know, they pull off of things that happened to them in their real life and, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, recount that. So, Yeah, well, I, I think it would be cool to see him singing and, perf I mean, all sorts of performing, not just singing. Singing, yeah. telling jokes. Oh, yeah, he tapped in. Telling stories, all yeah. Yeah, all that stuff, yeah. I think that would be totally cool to see. Mm -hmm. I mean... Probably not now, but well, actually, now it'd be even cooler. Yeah, of course, of course, they'd probably if if you had to take people back in time. You know, some people would be so shocked. Oh my God, everybody in here is smoking. Yeah, <laughs> even him. Yeah, yeah. Look at the al album cover. Yeah, I know he's got the cigarette. Well, that was like a, their trademark. All of them, I think. Yeah. I mean, I the only one I I don't think I ever really saw smoke that much was Frank. Frank Sinatra. Well, I think I always saw him with a cigarette in his hand. Yeah, maybe maybe so, but, you know, maybe yeah, not for I, the poses and the pictures. I mean, I didn't listen to a whole bunch yeah, of I don't Sinatra. Know. But. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Sinatra. Of yeah. all of them, I, I like him the least. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Tony Bennett. I don't like Tony Bennett's politics, but I like Tony Bennett. Uh. <laughs> and uh, I, think, I think he was pretty cool, too. So. Well, he's yeah. Still cool. But, um... Yeah, this is this is this is definitely interesting, uh, interesting stuff. And now I want to, it's 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 a four album or two album, you know, four sides, two albums. Uh -huh. So it it's got a lot of lot of material here and a lot of songs that uh, you know most people are probably familiar Heard. with his old yeah. he has old standards and stuff. But you know the nice thing is is you can they're clear, you know, so real when, clear. when they sing and 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 you you know almost every instrument that they're playing there wasn't that many instruments in that first uh no it was just like medley, like a bongos or uh just a hitting the drum with, yeah maybe a little cymbals and and yeah and, yeah it was just yeah just one could be just one dude yeah you almost kind of want to i'm wondering if there's any any more big band behind him and the rest yeah of i don't stuff. know yeah well we'll find out huh? all right what's it and the 
So this next one is, I the, think is, is the, the medley, the West Side Story. West Side medley. Story. I was yeah. going to say the fighting one, the sharks and the tiger, sharks and the, what are they? Spider fighting? No, no. <laughs> West Side Story. Isn't it the sharks and the... Oh, the gangs or something? Yeah, that's yeah. the name. I've never seen it. Yeah, I just know the, I want to live in America. Oh, yeah, that's one of the songs. I didn't know that was them. Yeah. All right, here we go. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the talent that belongs to Mr. Michael Silver's cousin, Mr. Johnny Mendoza. Can we spotlight those fingers, please? He is a good friend of mine. He's my compadre. Hey, muchacha. When you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette till your last dying day. When you're a jet, if the spit hits the fan, you got brothers around. You're a family man. You're never alone. You're never disconnected. You're here with your own. When company's expected, you're a jet. You're a jet. You're the swingingest kind of jet. You're a jet. Now we'll be expecting you, Tony, at the gym at nine o'clock. Don't be late, huh? Could it be? Yes, it could. Something's coming. Something good. If I can wait, something's coming. I don't know what it is, but it is gonna be great. Around the corner. Or whistling down the river, come on, deliver to me. Breeze it, buzz it, easy does it, stay loose, boy, got a rocket in your pocket, stay coolly cool, boy, go man, go. But not like a crazy schoolboy. Just play it cool, boy. Real cool, real cool, real cool. Tonight, tonight, I'll meet my love tonight. Tonight there will be all shining stars. Tonight the world is filled with laughter. The world is filled with music. It's better than all right tonight. Everything's right in America. Everything's bright in America. But nobody knows in America. Puerto Rico's in America. Officer Krupke, we're down on our knees. Because no one wants a fellow with a social disease. Officer Krupke, what are we to do? G, Officer Krupke. The most beautiful sound I've ever heard. Maria, 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 Maria. All the sounds of the earth in a single word. Maria, 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 Maria. 
Maria, I just met a girl named Maria. And suddenly I found how wonderful a sound could be. Maria, say it loud and there's music playing. Say it soft and it's almost like praying. Maria, I'll never stop saying Maria. The most beautiful sound I've ever heard. Maria. Let's hear a nice big hand for this talented man. Thank you. You're, you're wonderful. That was pretty interesting. I um, I picked up a few of the songs. I've never watched the whole West Side Story. I've never seen the West Side Story. But I, I know the song Cool. I know Tonight. I know America and Maria. I know, I know America. I think I know the song, the Maria song. Yeah. I think I've heard that. Yeah. But it was the Sharks and the Jets. Oh, yeah. I figured that out. Yeah. Because when he said the Jets or whatever he was saying, yeah. and he wasn't talking about the New York Jets. Yeah. The the, the it, two rival gangs. I think that it's the Sharks and the Jets. Yeah. Then they fight. Mm -hmm. That's that's all I know about the show. Yeah. Oh, and they sing and they fight. Yeah. And sing and fight and sing. And, and then they fight and sing. Yeah. I, I don't, I've never seen West Side Story, so I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, that's that's pretty good. You almost wonder if uh, you know Sammy Davis. Well, obviously he he's got a job at the Coconut Grove, and and doing this show. But you kind of wonder if uh, you know other. You know, I I I think a lot more people have that. You know, maybe the the influences are different than the fifties and sixties. You know, it seemed like people would kind of sit around and and sing standard songs, mm -hmm. and, and you know, it's not like. I don't know, it's a little different. You know, most people, you know, nowadays, they're either used to a specific artist singing a specific song. And, uh, you know, it's kind of it's kind of nice, nice see, you know, seeing them doing their variations on it. But I'm pretty sure Sammy Davis Jr. got some start in theater and those kind of things, too. But and, I, and I don't yeah. know when West Side Story came out, so, but probably around the same time, or at least it hit the movies around the same yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But he, he, he has a good voice. Oh, yeah. He was, he was basically sing that acapella yeah the whole thing you know and this is this is like the whole kind of beatnik scene kind of thing you know with the bongos yeah. and the, the cigarettes going in a little dark dark room just a couple spotlights and bringing you cocktails I, I i know my mother was telling me stories about um how she was younger younger than even in the 60s when he was playing here at the coconut grove but uh she used to get brought in or invited up to the front, and my dad, who was a couple years older than her, didn't know how come she always got accepted and or pulled in. But they, but the, the clubs, they always wanted the cute girls sitting up front. So my dad would get to go into these clubs, and even though you're supposed to be of drinking age to be sitting up in the front, they would let the cuter girls go in the 
in the door up front, I guess, you know, for some reason. So my mom, my mom would get pulled up in the front. She, she was seeing people like Dave Brubeck and, uh, and you know, a whole bunch of the, you know, hmm. West Side classic S- jazz scene. West Side Story yeah. came out October 18th, 1961. Okay. So two years before this, before this was recorded. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it had been out. It's a musical in which a modern-day Romeo and Juliet are involved in New York street gangs. Yes. <laughs> I did not know. I mean, I know, but I don't know. It's, it, is it, does it say? It's the Sharks and the Jets? Oh. Oh. Male dancers... Go back. Male dancers as the Jets leaping in a cool sequence. Rita Moreno. Oh, yeah, Rita Moreno. She got her... her <laughs> I think she was Maria. Hmm. Yeah. They're they're all dancing, doing... I don't know. Yeah, the, I, I, I think I have seen that scene in West Side Story. I mean, they... They're more like leaping and prancing and and acting like they're fighting each other, but they're leaping and back and forth. So, hmm. interesting. The, theaterized, uh, theaterized dancing, theaterized fighting. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like not like CGI with 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 blood and gore. Oh, so it's more like it's more like beat it. <laughs> yeah, it, even but, beat but, it might be racy compared to the dancing <laughs> they did there. I'm thinking. By Michael Jackson, yeah. When they fought, fought in, in yeah. beat it. Well, no one wants like to be defeated. Yeah, but it was more like a dance off. You know? It was a dance off. They held hands and, and acted like they were pulling knives, right? In in West Side Story or beat it? In beat it, they probably did in, in West Side Story too. Oh. I don't know. I haven't seen. Knives. They all look alike. Yeah. Oh wait, I can't say that. Yeah. They just. I'm just. I'm just talking about them dancing. Yeah. Yeah. They, what? I'm like, okay. The only ones that look different is when they did. Thriller, yeah, because they were zombies. They, they were zombies, and that was cool. That was cool, and they were coming out of the gutters, and yeah. I mean, out of the drain. Yeah, well, manhole I, covers. Well, I have a feeling West Side Story today would look like milk milk pop compared to you know gangsters that they depict mm-hmm. <laughs> now in movies. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Is there even even any blood in the movie? I don't think so. I don't know. Does anybody I, I get killed? They, I don't think they could. Or I mean, did they really you die? Think, you think about the '60s, even even when you watch like I I Love Lucy episodes and, and they stuff had like separate that. beds. Yeah, they had separate beds. Just like beds, the Flintstones yeah. did too. Yeah, Fred and Wilma sat slept in different beds. Yeah, like why is it? My mom and dad sleep in the same bed. How come these cartoon yeah. people don't? <laughs> All right, what's the? Is this the last one? I think it's the last one. All right. There might be a comedy routine in between, but the last song is "River Stay w- Stay Away from My My Door." Okie doke. I will do that. River. You know, impersonations with me have always been sort of a thing. We do them, and we enjoy doing them. And uh, thank you. You're very kind. And there is one guy that we always sort of open up our segment with. Tonight being no exception, ladies and gentlemen, here he is the swinger of our time, and the daddy of them all, Mr. Frank Sinatra.
Good evening. Uh, Ring-a-ding. Now, my name is Frank Sinatra, and I sing songs. I'd like to say that uh, really is a gas to be here. I'm not going to do anything hysterical up here, folks. I'm just going to sing some songs, drink some booze, get the broads, and get the hell out of here. That's it. <laughs> ah, for crying out loud. Are you ready, Nelson? Okay. I ain't going your way. Don't start coming my way, river. Stay away from my door. I just got a cabin. You don't need my oops cabin. Oh, not the good one. Oh, no. Don't get up any higher. I'm so alone. Leave the bed and the fire. That is all that I own. I ain't breaking your heart. Don't start breaking my Clyde River. Yeah, get away from the door. I ain't going your way. Coming my way, river. Stay away from the door. I've got me a cabin. You'll never need my cabin, river. Move away from the door. Don't you get up any higher. I did like that one too. Yeah. I, I think partly because the horns and the orchestra were playing in that. Yeah, and that's 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 the kind of the classic rat pack, rat pack sound you you, mm-hmm. know, you you like to hear, and uh, I think it's pretty good. I uh, I kind of it was kind of a, a neat find when I was looking through all the records to pull this out. You know. Yeah, it uh, sounded good too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's he's really clear, and that's. <laughs> I know my grandfather used to make remarks about that sometimes when I was listening to music. He goes, I, I know why you listen to those people. The only people who are good are like them people that are on Lawrence Welk and, and Frank Sinatra and those guys because you can understand what they're saying. You right. <laughs> you can clearly understand what he was singing. Yeah. Or saying. Uh-huh. 
very uh, very strong singer as well. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, there wasn't there wasn't much behind that. No auto tune, nothing like no. that. Every everything everything was uh, was uh, how did, how did that? What was the well, now I'm, now I've lost my train of thought with the term that they use. Analog. Everything was analog. Mm. Yeah, the one thing that I thought was funny is when he he started out with the little Frank Sinatra bit. Yeah. And then when he was singing, something was happening because he was laughing while he was singing. Yeah. So he was like, oh, some, somebody did something or he did something. And uh-huh. he just seemed, it sounds like he's having a good time up there. Yeah. And, and you don't get to see too many shows like this now. This was, I bet you he was like walking among the tables, you know, while you're having drinks. You don't, you don't even see that that much anymore. Right. When you, I mean, when you go to concert, where do you got big security barricades and you're like, you know. Well, I, I went to, I went to see Nickelback and, uh, I think it was Bush opened up for him mm-hmm. and the lead singer went all the way around the, the stage. I mean, the, uh stadium oh yeah yeah so we were inside he came and went through all the way around and was giving people high fives all the way singing uh-huh. he went all yeah yeah i forget I, forget, I forget I don't know where it was at uh was it in oh i think it might have been at the um shark tank might have been there yeah and anyway he started on the far side came just went running singing through the whole Mm-hmm. Just down aisles and coming up to say hi to people, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I well, you know, thinking and uh, not thinking too far back, but I know probably about three, four years ago, my parents came out to the Turlock Community Theater, and we saw Chris Isaac mm-hmm. there, and he was he was like that too, and and he 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 got a pretty good, uh, you know, he didn't come around like completely, you know, up up and down every row, but. But all of a sudden he would break and he he'd disappear, and then the odd you know the band would keep playing the music and then all of a sudden he'd pop out, and he's on one side. The you know, Turlock Community Theater is pretty small, so then all of a sudden he popped up on one side, went down a row, and then then all of a sudden he disappeared. The band kept playing a little more, and then he popped up on the other side, and uh, you know and that that was that was pretty nice. It was uh, it was pretty good. It was it's more intimate uh, atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I'm just wondering that the coconut grove though. What are you thinking? Maybe there's like 150 people in on a show. Yeah, I don't know. You know, you know, maybe 200. I mean, you got people at tables. You know, probably, you know, there's tables that are probably going to be right by the stage in the band, and then and then you know there's other ones that are probably further back. But uh, yeah, probably. But uh, you know, to see to see somebody that now you see is is you know pretty fa- infamous, <laughs> you know. In, in that kind of personal atmosphere, I think would be really cool. I think, let's see, Coconut Grove. <laughs> Photo show Coconut Grove Fire, America's Deadliest Fire. Oh, wow. Coconut Grove, a musical, music, events, nightclub, ambassador, Coconut Grove, Santa Cruz, Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. Oh yeah, they they yeah. probably they I it's probably like um like my parents were back in the '60s used to like going to uh, Trader Vic's uh-huh. and I know they have several several restaurants. It was it the Ambassador Hotel was a hotel in Los Angeles, California, designed by by architect Myron Hunt, formerly open to the public January first, nineteen twenty one. Uh, 
It doesn't say. It doesn't say how many people. I mean, yeah. how how big it was. Yeah, but you think about it. If it's in the bottom of a hotel that was built in the twenties. Yeah, it's probably you, not that big. No, they probably had they probably had almost as many members in the band. The bandstand area was probably almost as many people as they were probably entertaining at times. I yeah. mean, that big band probably didn't have that many, but I mean, you know, I bet you they had at least like a dozen dozen or more band members playing horns. Well, you got to figure if they they have tables for the people that are down. They might have a few tables, like some steps and some raised areas where they have some more tables. Yeah. But they're not going to have that. They can't they, have that they don't, many. Yeah, they don't pack them. They didn't pack them like that. I mean, they did. They did probably in the back, you know, in like like more raised areas. But it wasn't. It wasn't like going to like a rock concert or something. No, like when, that. no. You when you everybody has a table and they have four chairs. Yeah. At their table, a little round table. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that you could eat dinner at. Yeah. So maybe even bigger than a little round table. Because mm -hmm. I've seen a couple shows like that where yeah. they put they had tables and chairs, and you don't get nearly as many people in there. Yeah, and that's why they don't do it. They either charge quite a bit. But the or... bo both shows I saw, one was Penn and Teller. Yeah. And that was really good. Mm -hmm. And and then the other one was uh, Beat Farmers. Oh yeah. That was really good. That was one of the best concerts I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Mm -hmm. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was just, and it was, the guy at one point was hopping from little table to little table. Oh, <laughs> he, he was just hopping on one. Yeah. And get his balance and hop to the next one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't fall. Would have been, mm -hmm. that might have been funny too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. That's something, I mean, a little different really old and nostalgic yeah for the, for that old crooner if you like mm -hmm. that old crooner stuff yeah definitely i'll listen to it for a little while but then i'll get sleepy Sometimes, oh yeah yeah well, i mean the jazzier stuff is did nice. you, did, yeah yeah i think listen to that album it'd be at least that side mm -hmm. it would be two parts that were like comedy you know the two little comedy bits and then kind of the the Medley stuff was kind of acapella, mm -hmm. just with the yeah, with the with the the bongos in the back and yeah, and so and then the last song was the only one that was any that had any high energy yeah. So I could see as, as okay, I'm gonna listen. Yeah, but yeah, I liked it. I yeah. did like it. Mm -hmm. It sounded yeah. really good. I like I like. He's got a good voice. Yeah, he does. Or he had a good voice. Yeah, and. uh yeah, for the longest time, the only thing I knew him for was the Candyman. But uh, oh, you know. But then, yeah. then I I would see him in. Uh, You'd be in movies. Yeah, in movies and stuff. Uh, the only thing I knew him for is he had one glass eye. Yeah, that's how I knew that. Uh huh. I don't know why I knew that. Yeah. But that's like one of the things I knew, maybe because I was. What's why did he look like that, Mom? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I like that. Mm -hmm. well, do you have anything else? Uh, I don't have anything else. Say goodnight, Blob. Goodnight, Blob. Bye. Later. <laughs>